Hello, and welcome to the Igniting Consciousness podcast, your place to be inspired and empowered to be the change you wish to see within yourself, your family, and the world around you. I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Horine, a chiropractor, a 3-5 manifester that does human design readings, a magnetic alignment coach, a cleanse to ascend coach, and a natural wellness mama. My desire is to share all of my learnings in a way that will align you toward radiant health and wellness. I know that a vibrant life expression requires a healthy mind, body, and spirit, so it is also my goal to elevate your awareness and knowledge of how to properly tend to each of these. You'll receive wisdom through educational teachings and interviews about health, living a vitalistic lifestyle, conscious parenting, universal truths, spirituality, manifestation, and human design. My hope is that with these episodes, you can be empowered to take action towards your health and overall wellness, which will create an attractive vortex energy for others to do the same. If we all ignite our consciousness, we can remember how to be the super conscious creators that we already are. So let's get to it and be that change today. I'm so excited for you to join in on this session, on this episode that I had with Kelly. She's a nurse, a nurse practitioner turned energetic healer, podcast host, and a mother of two who helps women heal by realizing their own worth and empowering them to break generational patterns and beliefs so they can live into their highest purpose. As a mom, she believes in setting the foundation for the children to grow into conscious and balanced adults, which is just so huge in the world of what I'm doing and what I'm hoping to not only ignite consciousness for for you, for like for the like family and for the adults, but to really seed it for the children that are coming in and moving into this new, new earth paradigm. And so Kelly does many intuitive sessions for women worldwide. She helps them discover their purpose. She clears energetic blocks around loving and receiving love and connecting to their highest mission. And so we go into that and more. We even unpack how Kelly got into this work, going from a nurse and nurse practitioner turned into an energetic healer, the transition of how it happened for her, how those hits and those synchronicities came together, what it looked like for her. And then we go into what it looks like when she's working with clients and working with moms and also giving tidbits of how she can help with the kids to set that foundation. So that and more and how you could utilize that and even even get some tips so you can start utilizing that today. If you listen all the way to the end of the session, you'll have that so that way you can have a reset and balance and a little more of an alignment going into your day-to-day activities. So without further ado, let's go ahead and go into it. All right. So excited to get this kicked off with you today. Kelly, welcome to the podcast. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so, I'm just, you're so welcome. I'm so excited for you to share how you got into what you're doing and then unpack and unravel that and then just give so much empowerment, inspiration and opportunity for, for mothers and for women and really it could apply to guys too, I'm sure, but specifically for mothers because we know when we have kids, we go through this whole other portal of, of changes and there's so much that happens within a, a, a woman's hormones, obviously, as we know and their emotions and and one and like when they go from from uh, you know before mom to mom there's this huge transition that happens so the, what you do and and how this how this is going to unravel I'm really excited for you to share this with others so they can feel empowered and inspired to know that they're not alone and that everyone has the ability to tap in into their intuition but perhaps they just don't know how and you can give them the tips on how to do that 
Sure. So let's just jump in and talk about the fact that I have started now I am like turned into really spreading this whole consciousness and um, doing it through an energetic standpoint. So I really do energetic healing and intuitive work. And that is the door that I open for people to be able to glimpse into how they want to show up and interact as parents and within themselves. But I really started this whole journey as a nurse. And then I went back to school and did all of this um, training and extra accolades that I received to be able to become a nurse practitioner. And in that role, still working with children and families, I realized how much what we do in healthcare was just barely scratching the surface of what people really needed in order to function and in order to feel well. And so it just led me down this whole journey of trying to figure out where the deeper place was that we could make that impact maybe before they got to the place where they were not feeling well, before there was a lot of dysfunction. And this all came together at a place when I also was um, dealing with my own things happening in my life. So my father was very ill at the time and I was a brand new mom. So um, it was like this portal of me asking the universe, like, I need answers. I need truths like yesterday. Like I need to have so much understanding of what's going on here because it was kind of all coming at me from all these different angles. And that also happened at the same exact intersection of me starting a brand new job, a job in which I knew would be challenging and difficult, but it was, it was really working with um, very, very sick children. And so that all together had just led me on a whole different path. I needed to have deeper understanding. I needed to have more um, awareness. And really it led me into a place where I was looking for intuition. I was looking for guidance. I was looking for divine intervention. Like I was like, someone please, I need to understand, like I'm getting these glimpses. I'm getting these synchronicities that are happening. I'm getting these downloads that are just happening at random. And like, how do I get into a place where I can harness that better, where I can understand things, where I feel like I have a direction for myself. And when I became a mom, also like this other, I needed it there too. Like I was like, this is really important for me. And, um, and now I'm in the place of kind of highlighting where we can do that as moms and women for ourselves to be able to use some of those practices to tap into ourselves and also through the lens of helping ourselves, but also helping the way that we parent and the way that we interact with our families and our kids. Mm, that's so beautiful. I mean, just with how the world is shifting today, I mean, as we all know, all of us that are, you know, up leveling and igniting our consciousness is that we realize that the way things once were, the way that those of us that have been conditioned to believe and to think that this is the way it's done, this is the only way it's done. You need to look, think, act, and feel, and be just like this. This is the way you become a nurse practitioner. And here's the parameters in which you need to stay inside this box, right? And, you know, that's not science. Like, that's not proven. You know, the fact that, you know, it, it's, I mean, we're coming more at a, a conjunction of, like, spirituality in science is one. And that's, like, the merging of what I love 
love having these conscious conversations with people like yourself of, of how this, like it, it is science, like it's life. Life is a science. It's a journey, right? It's an, it's an unfolding and, and how we're really the beginning of especially like having our offspring, like our children, our children, we want them to be in this world where they don't have to go through all the conditioning that we went through. We want to try to avoid that. Right. And so we're at this chrysalis moment where it's incredibly uncomfortable and where the, where the butterfly or the caterpillar is going into the cocoon and it literally just kind of, it, it like it turns into mush and it's incredibly uncomfortable. And that's what like we're experiencing to be the butterfly on the other side. And then like with, with what you're saying, like it was like, you know, it was hit with emotions, things happening with your family, with your father, with your loved ones at the same time of, I'm sure you were like, oh my gosh, the uncertainty of why am I wanting to switch gears where I like spent all this time and all this energy into becoming what you wanted to come to make a difference, you know, in the world, which I'm sure you did. But then realizing like, I'm so confined with what I'm able to do. And I know there's a deeper level. So I commend you on opening your heart up and opening your spirit up to being able to listen to your intuition, to your downloads, to be like, there's another level of impact that I need to bring to the world. And as uncomfortable as it may have been for you at that time, you're like, it is worth it. And I'm trudging forward and I'm going to make this happen so I can make that impact and serve people at a higher level. And, and especially, I mean, and at the same time, you being a new mom when this happened too. So, I mean, so much commit, like, I just want to let you know, like, I, I commend you so much and making that because I know it couldn't have been easy. I mean, I'm a chiropractor, so I don't have as much as a scrutiny as what you probably may have experienced, right? So, oh my gosh, yes. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. How, if you don't mind sharing, like, what was it that was so, so strong of a hit for you? Well, I will say, first of all, that um, for me, like, I have always had a little thread. And I, it's, like, been there since I was a little girl. Like, just this little bit of when, when you get tapped on the shoulder intuitively, like, I never questioned that, ever. And um, as I, like continued to unfold looking for the truths that I've been searching for, like the points that were coming in the strongest were at work when I would see a kid, a kid who to me, childhood should always be full of running, playing, joyful, like activity, you know, just not having the equivalent of like some of the chronic ill adults that I would see. Um, I was seeing that in children. And I was like, what is going on here? And we're doing all of these things. And sometimes it was a case of we're doing all these things and maybe it was making it worse. Sometimes it was a case of we're doing all these things and we still can't find something. There's nothing that we have found that would explain her level of illness or his level of illness. And not being able to get up and go to school, they're like functionally debilitated with pain and things like that, that I was like, something else is happening. So the more that I kept like pulling on the string and following like the intuitive nudges I was getting, the more that I would follow down to like, understand that I needed to open myself up and understand how to tap into my own energy to be able to like see some of these things in other people. So now that's part of my work, but, um, the things that really were the, you know, the times when you would get full body chills 
the times when you would have somebody that you just met like say something to you that hit you so hard and you were like, oh my gosh, like I've never thought about it that way or why am I not doing that? Or, you know, like those moments in your life, they just kept coming. And the more that I walked down the path, like blindly might I add, because I was like, I feel like I don't even know what I'm doing, but I feel like I'm doing something differently. That just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. And then the more that I followed it, the more opportunities just kept presenting themselves. And I was like, okay, well, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not supposed to be probably doing 100% of the time in the hospital right now. I'm supposed to be doing this stuff and I need to like open myself up more and learn more about it. So that was like the start of this journey that's now full circle. Like I can sit with a person and have a full like session that is like, you know, intuitively guided and that we're doing um, true like energy work and I'm picking out generational beliefs. I'm picking out things that happened in childhood. I'm thinking of picking out things that happened before this lifetime that have still energetically stayed with them that have continued to impact their life right now in the 3D. You don't, those are things that like you need someone else kind of to help you see around. Um, Those are the deep, deep places. But yeah, it's been a wild ride but that was the beginning of it, just following my intuition and following the, the feelings and like the urges that I was getting. And I'm like, I don't ever not listen to that. Mm. And that's exactly, I mean, with like, I do human design readings and stuff and it's like, you're listening to your intuitive hits. You're listening to your body, getting out of the head and into the body and not letting logic, which is hard as it is, because I mean, super cerebral, obviously, to, to become a nurse practitioner, right? Yeah, totally. um, but to then start to trust your, like, get into your body of, like, of, real, of realizing where things were going like this and, like, listening to your emotions, right? The emotions, which, you know, you know, some people are like, oh, feelings and emotions, and, you know, they don't even understand the science behind it and that it's frequency and everything, but, which, I, you know, that's a whole other conversation. But for you being like, okay, there, there is this, like, maybe it was like a, a, a turning in your stomach or like a heaviness in your heart, you know, wherever it was you were feeling it, or maybe you had some diseases or symptoms that you were experiencing because you weren't going in alignment with what your soul truly wanted until, you know, until that time. Yes. And, um, the more that I, so mine would come in the form of like some anxiety, which I've not, I never really had anxiety. Um, but you pair together like a parent passing away with a few months later, like a pandemic starting and, you know, some anxiety can creep in there, but like I was having it more than ever. And I think that that was actually what drew me back into the practices that I started that allowed me to deepen things so much more, which for me, the starting point was meditation. Meditation allowed me to just calm down enough and stop, you know, stop with like the, the anxiety that was happening. But that was the tap on the shoulder too. Like this, this isn't how I feel like this isn't my body usually. So what's going on? And like, why am I feeling this way? Let me do this thing to help myself calm down. Let me use this tool. And that tool just happened to be a giant doorway right into blowing open all of the connection that I was needing and looking for to be able to start to control some of that intuitive hits. And some of the things I was like looking for the answers and I was finding them in meditation 
And that's definitely one of the tools that we go to when I'm talking about leading people through meditation or helping them to tap into their own through meditation too. Mm, beautiful. And there are people that are like, I'm sure listening, they're like, oh, I know, I keep hearing people talk about meditation. There are so many forms of meditation, right? Um, if you wouldn't mind sharing, what kind of is the type of meditation that you that you do, like that you personally had done, that maybe was part of your awakening experience, I would say? Because would you say that was maybe part of your awakening was once you started doing the meditation and then like feeling these surges coming into your body? 100%. So the more, um, first I just started doing very easy guided meditations and having other people guide me. And then when I understood like kind of how that impacted me and how they would do the guiding, then I was like, okay, well maybe let me try. I always needed music. That was something that was very important to me. And I always needed to kind of be in a place that was um, a little more quiet and like calm down. That was, that was necessary in the beginning for me, especially. And then that continued on. So meditation that was guided. I always needed music. Certain music helped better for me. So like theta wave music, or if you listen to Bionor beats, like those types of music that are literally have been studied to show that they alter your brain waves. They help you get into those trance states a little bit faster. And there is a place that's a better level of um, change from your normal wake state. So those are important pieces, or those were important journey pieces for me to be able to start that journey of meditation. And now I actually love um, doing breath work too. So breath work, breathing deeply, like that active kind of initiation, that paired together with some meditative music and things like that, that had really blown things open for me in a different way and joined to kind of create this other level of awakening and in those um, experiences that I, that I had. Mm, yes. I love that you share the kind of the variety with that. And do you utilize that with your clients today? I do. So that's exactly what I do. Um, in the beginning, we'll usually start with like some general breathing that's calming breathing to both get into a state and then um, depending what that person's needing. So is this person looking for like more of guidance or are they just looking for an answer to something they're struggling with right now? Or are they just like, sometimes people come and they want to work with me because they're like, I'm just open to whatever the universe wants to tell me right now. And I just want to hear it all. And like, I'm like, cool, like, let's do it. So you know, all of the things that kind of like come in there. And um, it's always paired together for me though, with a bit of meditation. So I always like to do, um, especially if we'll do a little bit of energetic healing work, that's always in the place of me guiding the person that I'm working with through a bit of meditation, getting into a really calm place and then calling in whatever we're looking to try to offer healing to and um we already have that idea because we've already like talked about it but this is the place where we really have a lot of insights for interactions on a day-to-day -day, reactions that you're not wanting to have whether it's towards yourself and things happening in your life or things that are um butting you know if you're butting heads with people in your family and your children especially like that level of insight is the level that we're looking to start to shift and change 
because usually people are coming because they want to, to heal something. They want to let go of something. And usually it is in that place of reaction or a belief pattern that's continued or a reaction pattern that's been passed on to them, behavioral patterns, things like that. So we will literally start the groundwork at like a deep, it's like a subconscious level. Like you're getting underneath. And just like you said before, Natalie, like taking your head out of it and going and you're just leading with your heart. And so this is um, that meditative piece and we'll add breath work in too, to just clear it out, get a clear, move the energy. Like it's all stuck energy kind of is how I end up seeing it. Got to get it out and um, always calling in like the highest, most divine ability to penetrate that, to break it up and let it go through. Mm, yes, always calling in. It's like of the highest good of your highest self, you know, that many people may have never met or feel like they've never been like compatible with and it's always been within them. So I just love it and, the, and, and that you're awakening that, you know, and that's and that's the biggest thing is awakening that that inner healer, because ultimately it's them, it's their body, even in the work within chiropractic that we do, it's like, I'm not doing the healing, you're not doing the healing, we're guiding, we're like guiding their and an awakening, waking up their inner healer by needing to possibly clear out some roadblocks and, you know, distortions along their chakras. And there's different ways to describe it. I, and I'll, I mean, I'll even ask you, do you, you, you kind of talk to them about their chakras? You know, for, for me, I would talk about it like it's all along the spine, along the nervous system, the nervous network and communication, that spirit, that life, that innate intelligence that's housed inside your nervous system. There's blocks that are happening and it's showing up as these physical 3D things that you're feeling. But it actually can be changed with subconscious rewiring, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. So, and when I'm looking and when I'm like closing my eyes and I'm tapping in intuitively to that person that I'm working with, like that's exactly what I see. So I see right along their chakra system and I can see also where there are blocks and the way that it shows up to me, it shows up, you know, other people that do similar work to me that have a similar ability as I do they see it different ways but i always see it as these little lines coming back to a certain place in time and so i will ask about that or i will bring that to the awareness and usually it's you know oh gosh like i didn't think that that i thought i worked on that or i thought you know that never affected me the way that it still is now and i can't believe that um you know that's still happening now and that kind of thing it's like sometimes you think like I, maybe I processed that already and it's still kind of hanging out there. It's like the energy of the feeling kind of gets stuck in there and it, it didn't get moved all the way through. And so the body kind of also keeps score and yes, but the chakra systems and the nervous, um, like those, of course my mind is like not latching onto that word right now. Like our areas where we're having like the roots of our nerves, along that spinal pathway, it's like aligning right on with a lot of those chakra systems. I mean, I feel like it's all, to me, it's like, it's all the same stuff. We just have described them differently throughout time and history. And we're all saying the same thing. So that's how it comes through to me. It's like, yeah, it's all there. Oh yeah. And it's so beautiful uh, that Oh, just making that transition from being so linear before and then opening it up like it's literally like I could just feel that blossoming even as you're talking about it of like you have all the science of like, you know, 
the tried and true from how we know it. But now you're able to just literally illuminate. And as what you're sharing, you're like, you are, you're like visually seeing, seeing their energy patterns. You're seeing the distortions and the disruptions, right? And um, what would you say some of the, um, so whenever you tag, you mentioned earlier that you, you kind of ask, are you, do you feel like you're interacting with their highest self or you're interacting with their guides? So, um, sometimes both, but usually I really stick to, um, their highest version of themselves. And so I'm, I'm really calling to like the highest part of their soul, like your very inner highest most purest part of yourself is really that place where I'm asking these questions. Um, what other guidance can we offer and things like that? The guides that have come in to our, my sessions, um, like some, the majority of the time, they are like ascended spiritual masters. Like I will have, I've had Jesus, like Yeshua come in like last week. And then last month it was like Mary Magdalene came in and I was like, okay, so just, and a lot of times I don't know, like, I don't know for the person. I'm like, so how do we feel about Jesus? Like, you know, because I don't know where someone's gonna have like attention there, but there is also, if that per if that's happening and I'm like, look, there's like a big, a big call here. So the answer is yes, but really we usually just stick to that highest, most pure place within you. You know you the best, you know what your soul has experienced here and now and beyond that previously. And all of that comes into play because the, the things that I see the most are like ancestors too, that are like asking. We are ready for like this to be cleared from our lineage, like clear these patterns, clear this. Like, and sometimes they'll point down one more, like down to the children. And they're like, that's not for her. And it's not for them either. Like this work is so mind blowing and transformational because I'm tapping into these places that are the unseen, the unheard. And um, that work is like looking to move the things out of the way so that everybody can step into the best version of themselves and do their mission here in the 3D, in the here and now. Amen to that. Yeah. And so it is. Right. Do you find that you are surprised more often than not when doing this work? I mean, I used to say nothing can surprise me until I started doing, until I started doing this. I was like, oh my gosh, this is wow. And you know, it's, it's so humbling too. Like I, I've always felt a to be a person that is so humbled by the work that I do, no matter if it was at the bedside of a person who just needed someone to hold their hand and go through a really scary thing or give them a big hug because they got so much better. But this is a whole other level. It's so multidimensional, truly. And it's so um, deep and transformational that we're usually both so moved with the process. It's very, um, it's very healing for really for both of us. Cause I always believe, I mean, it's true. Like what is for one is for all. I think that as we are a part of the collective, like we are all one and this healing motion, these people that are going out and looking to clear these things for themselves 
and they're doing it for their kids too and they're doing it in the generational lines before and after them like that touches the collective it's a a lightning it's a everybody is ascending it's a purposeful motion in that direction and um yeah it's it is very surprising though the things that come up and the things that want to be cleared exactly that the things that want to be cleared and and for you to not judge it and also give them the comfort to not judge it either to just recognize this is this is literally the direction that your soul is wanting to be guided and then they can learn how to tap into it too so do you teach others to how they can start to tap into it too to have once that you've helped remove the blocks or the restrictions do you teach them how they can like like they have a moment like what can you do so could you give some examples of some of the tactics and things that you teach your clients absolutely so a lot of what we work on is tapping into yourself and so just like i did that path i'm like this is a path and then i kind of i like to give a bunch of different choices though so you know for me i love meditation to start with but some people don't feel like that's going to be their thing or they're a little resistant because they're like i just can't focus or whatever so you know we might try to start with meditation or might try to start with breath work because that's just more active um the other place that i really like to go is um doing a little bit of like music music kind of intervention like taste you know test out different music and like maybe joining in with some kind of a other somatic practice like dancing um some people just like acupuncture they feel very activated by getting ac- acupuncture too i mean it's all along our chakra system it's all along our energy points and so we talk about all of these different ways we discuss all the different things that you could potentially do and so that is part of it as well and the other thing is um we're never really just talking about it just for us we're also talking about it for their children so when i'm in this place of having a meditative discussion and what do you want to do i'll always give um a guided meditation that i recorded so you will always have that and the other thing is um able to have a meditation or something that you can do if you feel like you're having a hard time maybe your child is struggling a little bit having something that you can go to for your kid too that's more age appropriate so we'll talk about um like i have little fun stories that are like incorporating deep breathing with them but they're age appropriate for maybe like 3 to 8 year olds like they have dinosaurs and mermaids and things like that so i've really tried to give other tools so that you can do things for yourself but that you can also um just have something else if you feel like part of the place where you're struggling maybe is stress in your home or reactions from your kids that are triggering you triggers i mean kids are triggers like they that is a place where it's the rubber meets the road like when you haven't done some of this work it will come out right in that time when you, it's the time that you don't want to the most you're like no i want to be a good mom i don't want to be like super reactive and i want to be calm and i don't want to have the things that said to me that like my parents said to me and that kind of stuff but who it just comes out cuz it's in there but um that's a long story to basically answer that yes like we'll give a bunch of different choices for you as a parent as you as yourself and then also you as a parent too. 
No, I'm so glad you went into that. So don't be like, I mean, because I, you literally touched into the, my next question was going to be the fact that you had worked with pediatrics, right? How have you worked with kids? Because I know we kind of were focusing on moms specifically, but have you worked with kids? And you answered that, that you even have breath work and exercises that you could utilize, that they could do, that parents or the mom can do with their kids. And, and then even their kids themselves can start to like, rewire their generational trauma right so have you worked like with a mom and a kid at the same time or have you worked with just kids with the work that you're doing now too so i have um really i've spent such a long time like my in my time as a nurse before i became a nurse practitioner part of my the highest amount of patients that i saw were um, burn patients a lot of the times and so that involved a lot of calming during medical procedures and dressing changes and all of this kind of just scary stuff. And so I kind of like cut my teeth on that a little bit for many years in those high anxiety type of situations. And when I had my kids, I started realizing how many of those skills I needed to just help them calm down and provide other ways um, to be able to help them calm. So to answer your question, most of it is coming from my work with my kids but also, also just offering it to the moms to be able to incorporate and give them ideas to be able to weave in for your kid too. So one of the things that I do that, um, this is more for like an energetic protection kind of thing, but it's very calming. Um, one of the things that I do, especially with my son, who happens to be, I think, very intuitive and very open like I am, um, he tells me all the time about his scary dreams. And so what we do before bed at this juncture is what we to call the shield of light. And so the shield of light is really a meditation, but I'm literally walking through how we're pulling down light from the sky that is pure and protective and cleansing and how it's coming down the middle of him and filling him up and then making this big bubble around him. And he, if he happens to have a bad dream now, he comes into my room and wakes me up and says, mommy, I need the shield of light. So this is the primer for me. This is me trying to change how their perception is of energy, of the things that are in the world, of protecting yourself energetically, of understanding that there's energies because I absorbed a lot of energies as a kid and I didn't have any clue what the heck was going on. So literally getting into this place, I mean, I don't just talk about like, you know, I have a, I'm a big like health advocate. So my work does not just end with like, how are we sleeping and how are we eating and how are we treating our bodies and thinking about our bodies? I'm literally going into the energy and the spirit of all of this, you know, these concepts with them now so that they don't think it's super weird and different as they grow up. That right there. Oh, that is, yes, they don't think it's weird and different as they grow up because our kids, our kids are the future that's moving into this, you know, the 5D, you want to call it the new earth paradigm, our new paradigm that, you know, we're all talking about 2027, 2030, that we're like already in transition of happening, that yeah. we, we want this to be normal for them. I, I often use the phrase of resetting your version of normal. Like for us, we've reset our versions of normal and we're still like playing that out in our journey of life. But for our kids, 
this just needs to be normal of being connected with their spirit, with who they are, and then knowing that the interconnectedness with everything, all sentient beings, all life, right, all life forms, and how we can tune in and tap into that and then connect to that. And it's just so beautiful that I just love that you said that. So that way that becomes normal for him. And then, you know, and, and whatever other influences he might have, because not all parents, are on this journey like how we are right and you know everyone's on their own path but at least child coming out and now he can have that positive effect and then start to you know maybe even have conversations because you know ourselves with most right and usually with kids it's going to be their parents or their friend grouping so i just i just absolutely love that you that you share that because that that is literally like you talk about the generational changes that you're you're working with and then how she's doing it for herself and then also for her kids and so it's just this ripple effect that's just so beautiful so beautiful that is my ultimate goal i really i mean being in pediatrics for 20 plus years like you understand that you can talk to the kid and then you can understand what they understand and have that conversation and shift something for them in that moment. But that to get true lasting understanding, you have to change or you have to connect with their parents. Like their parents are creating their environment around them and doing the day to day. And that's really like where the biggest impact is. And so not only for us and our generation, but for them, like that's really the biggest goal. That's the biggest goal for me. It's making sure that we're walking into a place that's more healed, a world that's more healed, a world that's more full of light, a world that knows how to pull in that energy and spread it out further and teach other people to do the same. We're going to continue to be in a place where we have to keep learning and teaching. And I just, I think that if you're, if you never knew anything any different, like it was just going to be so much easier for you to be able to be that person. And, um, that's really my goal. And to hold that light, that light that he says, mom, I need to do the light exercise. Like he literally is a beacon. He's a totem. I like to say he's like, he's like, we all have energy, you know, as we, we know and people that don't realize, by the way, like out in the satellites, each and every one of us are emitting so much light energy that we can all be like tapped into aside from all the technology that's watching us at all times, right? But he's his own energy totem that every time he can tap into that in the alignment, he can tap into that and then he can emanate that and just be the, this walking example. And, and that's just, you know, that's just with your son alone. And I'm sure that with your daughter too. Oh, I just, I absolutely love that. Like my heart just sings so, so loudly to, for the work that you're doing with that. Uh, as we get ready to wrap this up here, because we could just go on. I just love everything that you're doing and everything that you're saying. But what would be something that you would want to share your intuition? What would be some tips, tools that you would like to leave our listeners with? Absolutely. So I think that never underestimate the power of just three big deep breaths. Like if you're in a moment where, I mean, um, I have a lot of high emotional energy in my house. Actually, we were just talking about that at the beginning, Natalie, like so much emotional energy. And there were, um, yep. 
are and will continue to be, I know, many moments when I just, I have to take myself out of the high emotions of the situation. Never underestimate just three deep breaths, just one breath, just to acknowledge that you need to take a deep breath, another breath, just to kind of connect um, with the intentions that just, I am looking for guidance right now, and another deep breath, just to fully sink into your heart space. And maybe you don't have the answer to diffuse the situation, but within three deep breaths and looking into your heart space, maybe you will get one. Like that is really sometimes the place where making a different choice than the reaction that you usually have or the reaction that we've been conditioned and programmed to have, if that's the difference maker. Three deep breaths, looking into your heart, and maybe the answer is, just say, I need to walk away for a few minutes, or, you know, it's it's different all the time, but really just making an intentional choice to connect into yourself guides you a lot of different places and ends up giving you a lot of insight that you didn't have before for a different outcome and more connection too. So three deep breaths, never underestimate the power. Mm, isn't that the truth? Yes. Get out of your head and into your heart. Yeah. And I just have to ask one more before we go with that. Can you give some examples of, for the listeners, for what it could feel like feeling into their heart or like what kind of feelings could they get? Could it be something that they see? Could they hear it? Could they feel it? Could they know it? Give some examples so that way, you know, our listeners that are like, this is kind of novel to me. I have some mm -hmm. listeners that are like, oh, yeah, I totally get it. I resonate. And others might, yeah. might be like, I think. What would you say to describe for the ones that I think I might know what that is? Yeah, sure. So to me, dropping into the heart space is always a place where I'm not thinking about it. I'm more just let I'm just more just letting the feeling, calm feeling come. So by the time I do my first breath to say I'm not gonna react how I'm usually reacting, and my second breath to say I'm making this intention to say I'm going to try and call in, you know a calming place and then my third breath to simply say I'm going right into my heart space that place for me is a calm place it's a little bit forgiving it's a little bit more full of love it's not harsh it's not judgmental you're releasing anger or a high negative emotion if that's there you're just like I gotta push that aside for a second and just look inside inside to me is always the divine within each of us have divinity within us. And so from there, that might come to you in any different way, like Natalie said. So sometimes I hear like, just walk away for a second. Or sometimes I just know, like I'm like, oh, I know that what the problem is, they're crying because of, they're saying they're crying because of X, Y, and Z, but really they're crying because of this. Like, I don't know why I didn't think of that because they're upset about that yesterday. I'm just gonna like give that a minute and then talk about it later when they calm down. So an inner knowing or a sound. And for me, I do get visuals, but that's usually only in meditative space. So some people are very visual. They get a lot of visuals, but a lot of people also just kind of might hear things come into them that didn't come from them and, or just like an inner knowing. So it can come to you a lot of different ways. And that's usually my experience. People call them the clairs, mm, like clairaudient, yes. clairsentient, like all of those things. But a lot of times um, that is the, the journey of figuring out, 
should I follow this? I'm letting, I'm going to be open to it. I'm setting the intentional space to be like open to something else that I don't usually do. Beautiful. Yes. And so it is. So take those, take those in. And, and for those that already know, yeah, with the different clairs and, and how you can apply that with taking those three deep breaths and being very conscious and very tuning in for yourself and then for yourself to be, you know, proactive and not reactive as, as most of us usually are. So, so people that want to make, like catch up with you, how can they find you? I can also include that all in the show notes. I'll have that there. But if there's anything that you want to share with them, if you have any particular programs or coaching sessions that you want to share with anyone, here's your time. Please share. Absolutely. So I am at Synergy Thrive on Instagram and Facebook. I really, Instagram is more of a fun place for me. So I usually hang out there the most. Um, and for any person who is just looking to have that connection to themselves and they're like, I want to kind of feel some of that too. And they're open to that. I have a free meditation that, um, you can absolutely download. It's always complete with my own like downloaded version of helping someone get into that deep space for themselves. And that's really for you as the mom or as the person who is just looking to release any of um, those blocks. And in September, I will have a masterclass coming up too, which is called Protect Like a Mother. So we're literally talking about some of those tools to use for your kids. Oh, I'm so excited for that. I want to make sure that we stay connected for that. So absolutely, show, find you on Instagram, can get connected as far as any sessions with you, and then obviously even join you in. I'm assuming it's going to be like a live masterclass that you'll be doing with people as well. Yeah. This has been so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your beautiful energy and sharing this wisdom and these tools and for opening yourself up for being even, you know, having been vulnerable for you to have this transition to be doing the, the work that you're doing today. Uh, just thank you so much. I definitely can see me wanting to have more conversations with you and maybe even tapping in and having a session or so with you myself uh, because you just have such beautiful energy for those that are listening. Uh, yes, Kelly. Thank you again. I just am sending you so much abundant love, wellness, and just high vibrations for you and for everyone else that you're touching. And I just look forward to chatting with you again. Thank you so much. Thank you, Natalie. I love being here.